Hey, this is Allison. And this is Britt. These are the true stories about the good, the bad, and the funny. Shared by you, but told by us. This is GabFest. Let's gab. Alrighty, it's Wednesday. Welcome. We're happy to have you back. Thanks for coming and gabbing with us today. We had such a good response from our trends episode that we did a little while back, and it was a little bit different format than we've done in the past. Like, it's not so much stories. Mm -hmm. It was more just, like, shorter submissions. Yeah, like opinions, rapid fire, things like that. Yeah. So when Britt came up with this idea, we were like, okay, it's going to be more structured like our trends episode. Mm -hmm. The question we asked everybody was, what was a movie from your childhood that you basically loved to hate or Mm -hmm. traumatized you or that just hit you wrong or maybe right. Yeah. Most of mine are wrong. Like people, <laughs> people feel more impassioned about it in a bad way than a good way. I feel like. Yeah. And it was just, yeah. Movies like unpopular opinions. Yep. But I think, I think we got a resounding amount of being scarred for life. Yep. Right. I, I agree. Yep. People have like <laughs> visceral memories that they're like, Oh my gosh. Like they can remember exactly where they were and what happened. And, mm-hmm. and a lot of it's just timing. Like yeah. if I, if you had seen this as a 16 year old, you probably would have laughed at it. Right. But when you're seven. But here's the thing that I don't understand is like this movie or what, you know, in particular, what I'm thinking of yeah. off the top of my head for my submissions, it's like, it's meant for kids. Some and of them are. Yes. And so you're like, who, who's the, who's the director here? The producer. Who's the creative, the yeah. Who's the creative <laughs> content, create, you know, person that's like, yes, let's put this in here. Well, creative. Our, our demographic is five to seven. Yeah. <laughs> let's put... A owl's cavern with mouse bones. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes creative people can be weird. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, really, like some of the most amazing things come from the weirdest people. And sometimes they just like the, and then the weird stuff the comes lines from them get too. blurred a little, you know, and some of the weird stuff Ooh. makes it into that final cut that maybe it shouldn't have. The movie that I'm talking about uh-huh. is, have you ever, like, I have never actually seen this movie, but okay. I know that so many people from our generation have the secret of Nim. Have you I've heard, heard of, that? of that, but I've never, we, we seen never it. watched it, but someone wrote into me. And so you guys last night before, you know, I knew we were going to record. Right. So I went and I ended up in kind of a dark place mentally <laughs> because you started this at 10 PM and, yeah, and people, people were sending me their submissions. And then I wanted to Google these clips right. and YouTube these clips so I could watch them. And mm-hmm. I was like, Oh yeah, that's not great now. And you're 35 as an adult person. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was watching the secret of Nim and the girl who wrote in, she said the whole spider owl scene. So I was like, okay, Googled it, <laughs> came right up. Yeah. And this little mouse mom trying to save her son. I don't really from know the f- owl. from, from what, I don't know. Oh. Cause I just got the clip, but she has to go into this owl's like cavern in his tree. Uh-huh. And it's like cavey and dark with cobwebs everywhere. And she stumbles across mouse bones. <laughs> And then a tarantula is like coming from behind her, like oh clipping, gosh. clipping. It's like tarantula mouth crab, whatever yeah. that is. Like uh-huh. all of a sudden a giant talon comes down and just smashes the tarantula. <gasps> then. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then the mom runs. And then the mom's like, oh, something's from behind me. And the, the owl's head like flips around. It emerges with glowing eyes. Oh my word. And it's like, why are you here? And I'm like. <gasps> This is horrifying. Right. This is made for children, right? This is an animated film. (laughs) Well, and sometimes, like, my kids just assume, because it's animated, it's kid-friendly. We all um, do. South Park's animated. (laughs) You know, like, that's not a good indicator Mm -hmm. of whether or not our children should be watching something. Right. We need to double-check our animation. Well, like, we talked about, this is kind of what we posted on our Instagram, in Mm -hmm. case you missed it, Brit hates Ferngully. Like, have your children ever seen Ferngully? Heck no, they never will. Right, because you never will. It, it ends up trickling down generationally <laughs> because you're like, I don't want that trauma on I them. will never allow them to see this movie. And you guys, as I once again started Googling the pictures yeah. of that, like, Ferngully like villain. What did it bring feelings? It, well, it was just like, this is even more horrifying that I remember. Right. Um, <laughs> You'd blocked some of it out. Right. And I was like, oh my gosh, no wonder I was crying. Yeah. It makes complete sense. I'm the almost crying now. The crazy thing is, is I remember watching it with you. I was younger than you and mm-hmm. I didn't have this feeling, but maybe that's what I'm saying. Certain ages, like by that point, I probably don't even have memories. Yeah. Cause you I would have memories... been probably five. Right. And, and they you... say that you don't really remember much until you're about six or seven, mm-hmm. like long-term memory. Yeah. So that was probably about the age you saw that. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is wrecking me for life. Right. <laughs> uh... <laughs> well, so we were kind of talking about 
I was just saying generationally, like things trickle down, like you Mm -hmm. won't let your kids watch it. Right. This girl said, I don't feel that I could convey my hate for this movie in that little box because we put up the little submission box. Yep. So she had to message me. She said, here you go. Pinocchio. (laughs) (laughs) She said, I flipping hate it. There's so much that's cringy, but. The big one is Pleasure Island. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. Oh, hey, kids, don't listen to your parents and go to this really cool place with all these other really fun kids. You might turn into a donkey, but you (laughs) might get out and be really fine, too. (laughs) A conscience that you should listen to sometimes unless you have the option of going to a cool place like Pleasure Island. And if you don't, it's cool. A pretend fairy will come and save you. Also, kids in cages, WTF. Right. Weren't Weren't they smoking and having alcohol? Yes. You guys. I'm pretty sure Pinocchio smokes in that. Uh-huh. Jiminy Cricket, where the were you? Yeah, well, <laughs> if you don't allow Jiminy Cricket in, Brit, Jiminy yeah. Cricket can't be there. He like, can't help someone who doesn't, doesn't want to be help helped. help themselves. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, if you, the, when you... When you turn your back on that conscience... Anyway, and then she's like, kids in cages, WTF. She said she will not let her kids watch it. And so she funny. will not let her kids ride on that ride at Disneyland <laughs> or Disney World. She said, okay, rant over... Love your podcast, ladies. <laughs> Thank you. And you make very valid points. The thing is, is like, once she started bringing it up, I was like, valid, valid. Whoa, yes, whoa, whoa. true. Yeah. Crazy. But at the time, like, I actually love the characters. Like, I love Pinocchio, the character. Mm-hmm. I love Jiminy Cricket, the character. Uh-huh. Um, but the whole concept of it is pretty bizarre. I do. There's a lot of shame built into this <laughs> underlying shame. Because I it's do like, appreciate... you lie, your nose is going to grow and everyone's going to know. Shame, shame, shame. I do appreciate a cautionary tale. Yes. Like he had some sketchy choices of friends. Yeah. That let him influence him. Yeah. And you know what, guys? That rings true in life. (laughs) You know what would have been more of a realistic, like, tale of caution, though? Huh. Would be that, like, he never got to leave Pleasure Island and he was a donkey forever. Like she said, the magic fairy saved saved him. him. Uh huh. But, like, that ain't always going to happen. Like, sometimes you got to hit rock bottom, (laughs) Pinocchio. Civil defense. (laughs) Yeah. The civil defense attorney. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's going to be that. Not Sometimes a magic it's, yeah, it's going to be a civil defense and attorney that gets you out. And <laughs> it's not free. <laughs> yeah, there's a price tag. Um, but Jess, I'm starting to notice as I'm like delving into movies I've watched and other people suggested, there are very not child appropriate subject matters mm-hmm. being addressed in these children's movies. Right. This girl messaged me and said, basically the entire plot of All Dogs Go to Heaven. Andy, my husband, feels the same way. I remember getting it and turning it on, and he's like, this makes me feel so gross. Like, I hate this so much. It's got the dogs gambling and yeah. the smoking, smoking and the poke chips and chips. And then there's just an orphan girl wandering around that, like, no one's like, oh, you're an orphan. Like, come eat waffles at my house, but, like, I'm not going to ask you questions about your well-being. <laughs> like, you just said you live in the car with your dog, and you just like, okay, bye, little one. We'll adopt you at the end of the movie. <laughs> I would, if I found someone living in the car with their dog, I would invite them to waffles, but I'd also be having um, right. the cops come and in. And then over. there was also Andy, my husband, sorry, I keep referring to him like you guys know him. He, like the drag queen alligator. Yeah, part. but you guys, can we just start at the beginning? <laughs> All dogs go to heaven. Charlie is in deep with the gambling shark. Right. So they set him down on the wharf, blindfolded, and hit him with a car. And then they And then he, he goes drowns, to die. Right? Yeah, he dies, and he's about to go to hell. Yeah. And some, some, poodle like angel poodle sings him to heaven sings him to heaven and is like nope you've got to go redeem yourself you guys the entire movie is based off of him fighting his way out of hell Hell, that's true what on but he's also living in his own personal hell with his own personal debt (laughs) as many americans can relate to (laughs) that debt can be like a hell it can feel like you have bricks around your feet and got hit by a car off of ramsey off of the wharf charlie You guys, oh my gosh! I don't but know yeah, I it's like it's like a dark, deep, yes, plot. Maybe uh-huh. it's like they're, they're gambling on the ponies some singing to like they, make you feel. Everyone thinks a song can make it better, and it can't. I mean, in general, in my life, it usually does, but <laughs> it's just it, those. It's really heavy, right? And you guys, speaking of singing and subject matter, you guys, the movie Sing. What's wrong? With my sing? kids, look at see, you're part of it too, and it's I've got watched great it. music it, exactly. But there's a lot of and lying. They've, and they've got a lot of, they've got Matthew McConaughey yeah. and they've got Jennifer Hudson and they've got heavy hitters. Reese Witherspoon. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've got it all. And let me tell you what else they have. Once again, gambling issues yep. with the mouse and he's Sweet. having to run. Um, gorilla gang members who are Grand Theft Auto. Right. Uh, end up in jail. Right. And then there's also the a pig that doesn't know about birth control. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> 
about a husband who's clueless? Yeah. <laughs> she she's in a, a domestic system. hell. I'm she's she had a system though. I'm gonna hire her to like do my organizing. Yeah. Um but then <laughs> and then there's the porcupine whose boyfriend dumps her from for another girl and she gets kicked out of her place or whatever. Oh like, yeah. You guys, this is not a children's movie. Those are rising from the ashes stories, Brit. <laughs> These people all find music to get them out of these. I know, but it's not for children. <laughs> is you it? I feel like the plots are just a little too much. Is that for children? Are any of those I feel that way about Zootopia, though. Zootopia, Zootopia has, like, an bit. underlying, like, mm-hmm. they do it with, like, predators and prey. Prey, but mm-hmm. it's like, let's be honest, this is about race. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, they're, you know what I mean? Like, the, yeah. it's very, or, yeah. like, or mm-hmm. just stereotyping. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of, like, I don't know. So nothing's safe. Nothing's Nothing safe. safe. We can't watch Zootopia. No. And we can't watch Sing. Listen to the soundtrack. Yeah. You guys, you know how that part in the movie Sing where Rosita, the pig, is like dancing in the supermarket. Yeah. And um, the guy on the like loudspeaker is like, that was awesome. Yeah. And then yes. <laughs> my kids would be like, mom, do that thing that's in Sing. In the grocery store. And then store. finally I did it once and I never got any never comments. Never got none. No, that was nobody awesome. Nobody shouted out over Well, I guess she didn't awesome. go big enough. Okay. <laughs> Well, and sometimes I think, okay, are we overanalyzing things a little bit? And as once you become a parent, you look at things through a different lens. Mm -hmm. But like, I remember taking a class in college and we literally had an entire like section or whatever you call Mm -hmm. it on dissecting Disney movies. And I was so mad because I just wanted to have my Disney movies were sacred to me. Let me just have some joy in my life. Right. Like, and it was was like analyzing like Beauty and the Beast. And Mm -hmm. it was like, because that's my favorite, Mm -hmm. one of my favorites. And it was talking about how basically... It's like encouraging girls to stay in abusive relationships. <laughs> and they like dissected it to deep, a point deep of down, like... he's really nice. Right. Exactly. No, <laughs> no. Our, my teacher went through this whole thing about how Belle's like, somewhere under there, there's mm-hmm. a good person. Right. There's a good man. Well, my favorite... He lashes out. <laughs> he took her away from her family. He isolated, isolated her. her. Mm-hmm. And all this stuff. And I was like, you guys just freaking ruined Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> all I cared about was... I saw as a kid, okay, she sees the good in people mm-hmm. and she's bringing out a good side in him. But now that, yes, I'm an adult. I'm like, yeah, Belle, you leave, <laughs> you know? Yeah, for sure. And then like, and then like the gaslighting where they like convince everybody that Maurice is crazy. Oh my gosh. I never even thought when about he's that. He's the only one that's that actually, actually like knows. knows what's happening. But uh-huh. then they're like, no, he's insane. Lock him up. Oh my because gosh. I want both of them are abusive. Gaston and the beast, yeah. the the Gaston is like lock him up. He's crazy. I'm mm-hmm. going to take your daughter and save mm-hmm. her. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, okay. I know. I kind of ruined it. But so I'm just I'm just telling you. I'm not trying to do this with one of your like favorite movies, you guys. <laughs> but it just you realize what's behind it as you get a little older, a little wiser. Oh yeah. A little more life under your belt. <laughs> well, and another one that was brought up was the Brave Little Toaster. Yeah. Have you, like we loved that we, we watched that a lot yeah but it does have some scary stuff doesn't it? i uh-huh. haven't seen it in so long well this person specifically talked about when they go to the junkyard yeah and the cars are basically like singing for their life and they're going through that like conveyor belt and just getting basically smashed yeah oh, it's I forgot rough. about that it's rough and uh <laughs> but like also like the blankie like what was that face yeah. on it <laughs> <laughs> I, I want Do you know Google what I'm it. talking about? It? I so Google I, I googled it because picture that blanket on Brave Little Toaster. Can you picture it? It's blue, isn't it? No, it's yellow. Oh. But then, like, picture the face on it. I can't. Oh, you can't. That's why I need you to Google. Oh, it. okay. I'm gonna see if you can guess what it is. And I figured out after googling and after maybe like some self analysis, that's the blanket. Why does it have like a cube of butter on the top for its face? <laughs> You know, it's supposed to be an electric blanket and that's the knob, oh. but like whose baby blanket is has an, an electric, electric blanket, blanket. and this al- must be 1970. <laughs> well, you thought was. that was okay. It was. Was it? And yeah. Give your baby a blanket with an electrical socket yeah. attached to it. Good plan. I miss the good old days. <laughs> we just didn't have to think about stuff too closely. <laughs> I, I never thought about that face, but someone said the face on the blanket or you're saying, I'm that. just saying, cause when I started looking up brave little toaster, I was like, what the, is that blanket? I'm kind of thinking we should start writing children's movies and just making them a lot less traumatic. Right. Like because I feel like there's, there's some very simple things to avoid. Yeah. Like we had a submission of somebody who was talking about Tarzan. They couldn't think of one and they're like, I just thought of one Tarzan. Okay. Because what's his name? Clayton. Clayton. Flippin' hangs himself at the end. Like, right. hangs like, himself to go away. on accident from the vines. Yeah. And who, then gets engulfed in the 
chimpanzees oh, or something. Oh, yeah. Oh and it's my like, gosh. that's a visual. That's, All of a sudden, it brought up that visual dark. of him, like, it's, like, wrapped around his neck. And I'm like, mm-hmm. whoa. Oh, that's disturbed me. Like, everybody wants him to go. Right. No one likes Clayton. No. So what if he just, like, rode away on the right. boat? Or what if he just, like, got lost in the jungle and seen? The end. Cut to, <laughs> cut to the credits. <laughs> And then we can all come up with our own way of we how he ended see, up. We don't we have, have to, to see, see his him. shadow dangling. Right. Oh my gosh. Oh, and that just reminded me of a movie trauma I had. What? I feel like often in my childhood, I was like hanging in the back area yes. while my older cousins watched things. <gasps> are you, I'm right? thinking I'm going to know the same thing. We Robin were together. Hood. Robin Hood? Yes. So Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, Kevin Costner, right? Yes. At the end, they're like going to hang all the all the merry men. Yeah. And, um, one of them was like a, a young kid, like a 12 year old. Mm-hmm. And I remember just like being just like, <gasps> I'm pretty sure and- we were at our aunt's house mm-hmm. and we were peeping around the corner cause mm-hmm. they wouldn't let us watch it. Rightfully so. Good job. Just maybe like follow through. Right. And, um, <laughs> well, they were super like entranced but- in the movie, not knowing uh-huh. that us six and four year olds yeah. were peeking around. And I was just like, Oh, like I'd never seen anything like right. to, what, what was that? Right. And right. I was just horrified. Trying to process. <laughs> That's what happened with me and bodyguard. <laughs> I can still picture the villain. Well, no, not even the real villain, the fake villain, the guy that yes. quote unquote writes the notes. Exactly. He's but like got that up... fluffy, like blonde yeah. hair. Yep. Oh Yeah. Yeah, well, Horrifying. so my mom was watching Bodyguard. I remember she put us to bed. <laughs> and I, yeah. yeah. And I loved me some Whitney Houston. Who didn't? Early 90s, right? Mm-hmm. So, of course, Once I'm again, like... Kevin Costner's Right, there. and I had heard that song lots of times. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, I... Like a moth to a flame. Yeah. By desire. I walked tippy-toed down, down the down stairs. Down yeah. You know, the house in Washington. <laughs> peeked around that wall, and I remember watching it, and uh-huh. then, like, running back up the stairs, and then, like, coming back down again. Right, yeah. And so, it probably took me... 20 years to watch that again because I caught some pretty scary, intense stuff. And now that I watch, I'm like, this is just a good movie. Like, I'm uh-huh. like, I mean, it's, so- it's a little bit of a thriller, right? Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's not like terrifying, but I was terrified. Oh yeah. I didn't even like to hear the theme song <laughs> and it was on repeat on the radio. So you were yeah. out of luck. And sister. there was also that song that she sang that was like queen of the night, uh-huh. a little, little saucy. Little and I think there's a part in the movie where she's maybe she's doing a music video or something of queen of the night and mm-hmm. it was a little saucy. So I have that in my memory <laughs> too. When I was like four, there's five. a reading for those ratings, yep. I guess. Uh, <laughs> oh man. I know. I remember being like, it's rated R. Is it like bodyguard rated R? Like, what kind of rated R are we talking about? There's a quite a big scale. There is a very big scale of what constitutes and these back ratings. In, back in the day, rated R is like our PG 13s. Right. Now. Well, you can watch, Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. Yeah. And that's rated R. And now it would be rated like PG. Thir- PG. Yeah, probably. Be, yeah, because all it is is just Maybe like, like 14 if you're talking Netflix or Hulu, like TV 14. Uh-huh. Well, because like the scariest part, it's more just like the anticipation, like it's a dark, stormy night. Yeah. And then all of a sudden this, the shower door goes and she just screams. It's not even like a full body shot. Right. And then all of a sudden the chocolate sauce is going down the drain. Yeah. It's black and white. Right. So you can't even see. But now you're seeing... To- full-blown booties oh 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 well more than that yeah on, on tv 14 oh right yeah there's a big discrepancy on what's allowed and when <laughs> right <laughs> okay i think this is a classic that we were all a little traumatized for if you saw it. i think i remember them showing it in school what was it not even sure what how this would fall into any subject maybe english maybe we were reading the book okay old yeller <laughs> i've never seen old yeller you haven't no Oh, well, I already bawled my eyes out and where the red fern grows. I knew that yeah. this was just a next level. So this I was like, no, next thanks. Level. no, thanks on the old yeller. Thanks. Right. And it was so sad because we got Disney plus and it's mm-hmm. on Disney plus. And my son started watching it cause he loves anything with dogs and stuff. And like, literally he started seeing the writing on the wall <laughs> and he kept being like, mom does the dog die. And I was like, well, you don't like when I spoil endings, but do you want me to spoil it? And he's like, yeah, I do. Because oh, no. I don't want to finish it. He's like, I can't. I can't no, keep going No, he this couldn't finish it. This. Oh. Yeah, he turned it off. He's like, I don't want to see that. <laughs> the saddest part is, is he has to shoot old Yeller. Right, because he's, he's got rabid. rabid, right? Yes. <laughs> so it's not only that just like, oh, you lose your dog. Like, he has to it, what, The dog him. didn't run away. He no. didn't go off, wander off into a field and they found him. Right. No. That it reminds me of Friends when Phoebe's mom would always turn off the like, the show, the oh. end of movies, and she'd just tell him what happened. Or she'd just assume that's how it ended. Oh, everyone always thinks, like... Everything about Phoebe and her childhood's crazy. This is actually a very th- nice right. thing to and do. And they make her watch all the movies to see the endings. And she's like, no, what are you doing with that gun there? What are you doing there? That's your old, that's your pal. That's Yeller. Don't hurt. What are you doing? Like, starts like freaking. 
waiting. No. You wouldn't see Old Yeller die. No. So that person, this person said that she re- he remembers watching Old Yeller with his dad, and he was about eight, so that's about the age mm-hmm. my son is, and he said he only saw his dad every other weekend. Okay. So, you know, the comfort level's maybe just not there, so, you know. Right. Every other weekend, and he said watching that movie with him was the place he first learned the unhealthy ability of suppressing his emotions. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Because here you are, you're I only there every fall, other I weekend. I can't fall apart. Yeah, I, I just, I'm not in my comfortable, safe space, oh, no. so I'm ho- I'm holding it in. But I'm and feeling then when he so would, sad. If he would have been with his mom, he'd be like, Boo! yeah, old yeller, <laughs> totally. Oh my goodness, there are we, we can talk about how there are movies that we love that we watch with our kids, and then you're like, oh, mm-hmm. maybe I shouldn't well, have done that. Well, I, yeah, so. I recently just turned on School of Rock for... I figured my daughter would just love it. And love she it. did. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are just some lines and stuff. They're like... Because um, <laughs> he assigns Summer to be like a groupie yeah. at the beginning. And so you're like, groupie. Uh, and then... Well, no. And she goes, I researched groupie. They're sluts. They sleep with the band. And oh, I was right. like... <laughs> I was trying to like... Yeah. <laughs> like oh. So she, so she wasn't like, what's a slut? Right. What's sleeping with the band? Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> well, isn't there a part where he's like, I have a hangover. Yeah. And he goes... That means you're drunk. And he goes, no. No. It means, it means I was, I was drunk, drunk yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good movie, though. It really is. And and she related, like, a, a ton. Right. And But so, somebody but was saying, like, have you watched Sandlot with your kids? And yes, we have. And mm-hmm. we love it. Mm-hmm. But there also were some things. You and I were watching Sandlot. And we were laughing. We didn't realize there was a part where he's like, Squints was perving a dish. <laughs> and he was talking about Wendy. Wendy. <laughs> and then, like, how they chew tobacco. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And there's some little one-liners under their breath that are, like, a little bit, like, pervy little guys sounding, right yeah you know? mm-hmm. but then that's the same thing i haven't watched clueless with my kids but i oh think about my. that i think we talked about that in another I episode I, did we because you guys let me tell you the first time i saw clueless <laughs> you guys i was at a church sleepover yeah with my group of eight-year-old girls yeah. i was eight yes okay and they were like let's watch this fun teen movie yeah called clueless you guys. Right, no. Drug usage. Yeah. Talking about a virgin. Yep. And Lots of talk about a virgin. T- tons of talk about, about crooked sex. wieners. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, they do. They do. They talk about crooked wieners. They legitimately do drugs. Yes. On the screen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, how did you think it was okay to show an eight-year-old a movie where the girl's like, as long as his you-know-what isn't crooked. <laughs> she says that. She 100% And then they play a party game called Suck and Blow. <sighs> I'm stressed out for myself. I know. Oh my gosh. I, you guys, people like that was meant for old teens. Right. I wouldn't like young, young teens, adults. Yeah. You guys. Oh I man. was in fifth grade when I saw that, I think for the first time. Oh, you, you should have been older. Yeah. <sighs> it's a lot, but, but so much of it just went over my head. Right. True. Well, and even things like, I, I remember one time a friend was like, I loved uh, 10 things I hate about you. So she was, I. so I, as an adult, like showed it to one of my friends because I was like, oh my gosh, I love this. When I was a kid, I can't believe you haven't seen it. Let's watch it. Yeah. And then they're drawing like wieners on people's faces yeah. and Heath Ledger's like, oh, she what? flashes a teacher. Oh, right. And he's like, what's this bit? This chick got bid flavored nipples and whatever. Yeah. Like how he says. And you're like, yes. whoa, whoa. Like, yes. <laughs> Time out. All the alarm bells yeah. are just ringing. I need ding. to take five. I need to take five. No, there was a. Um, I, I feel like all teen movies are pretty bad. They're pretty like sexually charged. Yeah, and, and let's like, be honest, most teenagers are probably seeing it and hearing it at school. Right. But, so what, I, but we don't need more of that. Right. So like, I don't know. I this scene just like still makes me want to like dry heave. Okay. And she's all of that. Oh, the yep. lunch scene. Mm. Oh, I don't even. We're not going to talk about it because I know. know. And if you don't know, I guess you can YouTube it and know then for then live with that. I guess. It's, but I still didn't quite understand like what was going on when I was first watching oh. that. And then it hit me, and I was like, "Oh my flipping gosh! I can't even <laughs> like I can't like I don't even want to talk about it." Oh man. Okay. What? Okay. Whoa. We've been talking about being scarred. I yeah. like, I did not hardly get any movies that people loved. <laughs> but I mean, I guess I guess people when they want to tell their story, it's about like that's what I'm saying. It's more imagining. Yeah. Was that a word? It's more like, like passion inducing to yeah, talk about, to talk about when scarred you've been you. scarred. But this person, she loved this movie. Okay. And it actually like created some kind of awakening in her a little bit. <laughs> um, it's Labyrinth. 
I haven't seen Labyrinth. What? No. Are you being serious? No, there's a few movies I haven't seen that I'm like, I feel like I need to. I, I haven't seen The Goonies. I don't think you're going to appreciate Labyrinth um, because it's weird. But <laughs> I'm weird though. But it's like a rite of passage movie, I think, for a lot of young. people. Yeah. And me and a couple of my roommates got like way into like dance magic. Dance, I remember that. Um, in college, and so that's like I, we watched it then. Yeah. Um, but it's basically a cast full of Muppets, Jennifer Connelly, and David Bowie. <laughs> right. I know about David Bowie. And so this person said, you know, I never wanted the villain to win before in a movie. Until and now I was like, he's my hero yeah. of this movie. And she was like. Sarah, forget Sarah. I will be your queen, Jareth. Like, I don't have any clue what you're talking about, but sure. But, like, David Bowie looks like he's put his hands on one of those balls that, like, makes your hair, like, go up, you know? I have seen little, like, memes or things from it, and he looks Mm cray-cray. And I was like, well, wait, are you just, like, is this just, I love David Bowie, he's an icon, or are you, like, I love Jareth? Right. And she said... The love began with Jareth. And then it probably segued into like, to like a just, blonde. I love David Bowie. Yeah. But I, I feel like that movie is weird. I don't love it, but lots of people, and it's a nostalgia thing. Right. People love this nostalgia. Like if they saw it when they were a kid and thought it was great, it then, just carries through. Right. That's uh-huh. how my husband is with Willy Wonka. And I got literally, oh. I literally got like four people talking about Willy Wonka. And well, how it's they just hate like it. a, an acid trip. Well, yeah. Kind of like Alice in Wonderland. Like what's happening? Right? Well, they're talking about the old one, which the new one's not much better. It's no, it's weird not. in a different way. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Tim Burton. Yeah. They just dove in. They just leaned into the creepiness. And yeah, made yeah, it that's even true. Yeah, well, that, they, that's why they got Tim Burton. With the they're first like, Willy Wonka, you're like, am I feeling magical or am I feeling dark? Like I can't. <laughs> it was very manipulative. Uh-huh. <laughs> so this person was saying Willy Wonka when they go through the tunnel on the boat. Mm-hmm. Don't even know it well enough to like picture it, but I don't like Willy Wonka. And my husband hates musicals, uh-huh. but somehow when we were first married, he's like, "This is a childhood favorite." And, and like, that's never like seen it. the most annoying musical over here. Like, yeah, Willy Wonka, Willy Wonka. Well, and like, I want it now. Yeah, like I want it now. That little girl. <laughs> You're like, I can't believe you fell asleep in West Side Story. Right, but this is what three you times watch. and Sound of Music. <laughs> then someone else said freaking Willy Wonka and those dang Oompa Loompas. But guess what? She was forced to overcome it because her dance group, mm-hmm. her drill team did it as like a character routine mm-hmm. and she had to dance it and be and she's in it. she's like, I have to face my, yeah, my, my she demons was forced here. to, and she had to play the fat kid. <laughs> I think she put on like a suit, like a big, oh one of those big like air that you fill up. That wouldn't be PC now. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, Willy Wonka came through quite a, a few times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I, I agree. It. And again, uh-huh. it's probably, and maybe it's because I saw it. In my older years, and I was like, what the actual age? Like, uh-huh. all of these grown elderly people sleeping in a bed together in, like, this sick gray room, and they're all just sick. And Charlie somehow is, like, <laughs> like the I didn't only know this was one. set in the bubonic plague. Right. Like, like, I'm so confused. I'm like, they seem fine. <laughs> but they just lay in bed all... Weirdly enough, they're the most well-adjusted people in the entire movie. Yeah. And that's saying something, if they are. <laughs> So yeah, Willy but Wonka. It, it comes across as a child's movie, so people say, "Hello, child of mine. I'm going to put this Willy Wonka. Yeah, I'm going to put this Willy Wonka movie on for you." And then they're not ready. You're not emotionally no. ready for what you're about to witness. So yeah, that was one that came through quite a bit in our submissions. But I feel equally as strongly about Princess Bride. Yep, you kind of went off on Princess Bride a couple episodes ago. I hate it. I, I I say how I almost named my daughter Wesley, and then people were like, "Oh, like Princess Bride," and I was like, "Can't do that." Canceled. Yep can't i can't if that's what people think of it i can't it's just bad like i have i have like a sick to my feeling stomach when i think about the albino and i'm sure that's what it was supposed to do like i don't think it was supposed to make you feel any different than like bad right it's just this like whole fantasy but it definitely has some very weird vibes all i remember are the traumatic parts like not the fan mm-hmm, i don't even remember mm-hmm. the plot of the story just the rats the albino the sharks the sharks the, the eel things mm-hmm. in the water Mm-hmm. And yeah, the rat like eating his shoulder. Uh-huh. All I feel like the and it's very disturbing when they hook that machine up to him and stretch him out. And, well, yes. no, they don't stretch him. That's oh, Braveheart. Um, oh. But <laughs> yeah, like there's so it's like wait, or Braveheart or Gladiator. You guys, all those like quote unquote epic movies from like the early two thousands, yeah. late nineties, all mesh together into one for me. You're like, is that the Patriot? Was, the, was is that, that is that Mel Gibson? Is it Kevin Costner? Is well, it yeah? Like they wouldn't have everybody be the same actor for the same. I mean, right, like, right, yeah. Another one that I got a couple of, E.T. Do you know what? I remember having to sit on my knees because I was scared that E.T. was under, under the, the table. table. I remember you doing and I was that. Like, I didn't want my feet dangling down for E.T. to phone home with them or whatever. And I think I remember mom being like, um, look under the table. <laughs> 
E.T. is not, not there. there, but also like E.T. is an E.T. So he would be able to just like be there, right? Like right. transport himself like, there. Like you never know when E.T. is going to show up because he was in a closet for like, what, six months? And yeah, that mom, and mom didn't, didn't know. know. He went trick-or-treating with her flipping and kids and he knew. didn't know. She's like, right. well, who's that kid waddling around? Right. That was your new friend? They walk different than my other children. <laughs> but this girl said this There's picture. glowing light under that ghost this blanket. This girl sent this picture of E.T. And she's like, the creepiest show as a child. And then she's like, the voice, the saggy boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the, Like, was that Jim Henson in charge of that? Come on. I'm looking at it and I'm like, yeah, it just sort of looks like an elderly man's body. Elderly like, man. Did I say elderly? Yeah. It looks like an elderly man's man. oh body, like a saggy. E.T. Yeah. Oh, like my the gosh. voice. Yeah, that's terrible. Like, you can make these things not creepy. Right. There's a way. Like a sweet little alien. But like, l- like think of Casper the ghost. Yeah. I don't think anyone's scared of Casper the ghost, even though ghosts are inherently scary. Yeah. But he's so dang cute. Yeah. And his real life personification is even I cuter. was a little bit. Actually, uh, that's one. Yeah. <laughs> Once he um came, like, was like, transformed everyone's like yes i am like so glad i made it to the end of this movie <laughs> she gets to kiss devin sawa this whole journey it was worth being the weirdo that got made fun of at school <laughs> this whole journey was worth it yeah but he went away like five minutes later yeah come on talk about talk about the worst but that movie actually does have a little trauma behind it because there were a couple things that were pretty pretty traumatic like when the the, the dad basically dies yeah the dad dies and it becomes a ghost and uh-huh. then like there's something, and then that lady swears up a storm. I started oh, watching yeah. it with Once my again, kids, this and is she's saying JC, and she's <laughs> dropping like, <laughs> son of a bees. Every, yeah, every time Kerrigan talks, is just like, swear, 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 yeah. swear. And, and so like, I was like, oh. But I went again, went over my head as a kid. <laughs> We're jumping oh all goodness. over the place. We are, we are. And that, how, and that movie's probably going to be playing in my house soon, because <laughs> it's Halloween. Right, right. No, actually, my, yeah, my kids have seen Casper. Yeah. They I have, have yeah. too. I just sometimes I'm like, guys, remember bad words? Remember how we talk about not, clean words? They don't words? like the uncles. Oh, who does? Right? The uncle the ghost. uncle ghost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Where somebody said Matilda, the chocolate cake eating scene. Do you know what? So my, so my husband like hates Matilda. And it's so funny because my daughter's in that play. Yeah. The so she's like though, so, so psyched. Well, the way that the movie is just directed it makes everything look really kind of gross. Yeah. Like the close-ups on his mouth, like eating the chocolate cake and the close-ups of like the Trunchbull's teeth. Yes. And just stuff like that. It just gives you like this kind of like sicked out, like little vibe. Yeah. And so watching it, it's not like visually appealing. Yeah. And so it just gives you a creeped out vibe. But then like other versions like the book and the play are, feel a lot more, I don't know, less, uh... Dark? Less, less dark and jarring. Yeah. But yeah, I auditioned not... for that movie as a kid. I know. I told my kids that. They're like, did she meet anybody famous? And I was like, no, uh, I was in a room with like a hundred kids. And they just said, and they had to say something and they, I don't even remember what. Mm-hmm. And my mom then later saw the movie and she's like, let's take it as a compliment. And I was like, oh, well, maybe, yeah. but it would have been fun to be in a movie. Right. You know? Yeah. Well, like, like you were saying, like E.T., it scared us. Yeah. And you guys, irrational, irrational fears, like watching Jaws. I don't think anybody listening now does not have a fear after watching Somebody Jaws. Somebody said Jaws. If you do not have a current fear of Jaws, or if you're swimming yeah. in an open body of water and, and you don't hear that theme music start playing in your head, you're lying to yourself and you're lying to us right yeah. now. You know that it is. Yes. And even, <laughs> I'll just see if I can find this There's picture. nothing worse than when you are out swimming in open water and for whatever reason you let that thought come in your mind about Jaws and some of those scenes come in your some of those scenes come in your mind and Um, you are like, I am rational. This isn't real. I'm in a lake. I'm I'm in in a pool. I'm in my neighbor's kiddie pool. Right. (laughs) Not quite that. But it's just, it's in Sue's panic. I mean, I remembered a couple times panicking when we lived in Hawaii. I was like a Michael Phelps swim of my (laughs) life getting back. Did anybody time that? Who timed that? Right. Well, and you guys, I remember watching the movie and then I was sleeping over at my cousin's house. So I was like on her trundle bed down the floor. Yeah. And I kept thinking Jaws was going to come out of that empty space. I love how little kids' minds You know what I mean? That empty space where the trundle pulled out of. I was like, what if Jaws is in there? Yep. Come on, Britt. Come on. Don't lose sleep over this. But I did. gosh okay well a couple other ones we could just mention someone said the never-ending story that's another one i never loved either as I a didn't kid either. too much weird stuff atreyu or whatever <gasps> is that the dragon's name it's the kid or is that kid, the, kid's the kid's name, name. atreyu you guys, i feel like i should know this i don't because it doesn't make a lot of sense and there's too many weird names yeah a never-ending story felt a little off to me but that's one a lot of people seem to love someone said that her husband is traumatized by king kong when the people get eaten by bugs Oh, well, yeah. Never have seen that, but sounds 
bad. S sounds something to be terrified of. Yeah. Well, this person said paranormal activity scared well, yeah, her. That was but yeah, like you go into that being like, this is a very scary movie. But she said she was in her late teens. Okay. And so she was like, felt like, oh yeah, I can totally go to this right. movie. That's what but I thought about the ring, honey. She, oh, I have not seen the ring. And I'm not going to put myself through this. I had tears in my eyes that night in bed. <laughs> Well, she said when she got home from paranormal activity, she was just like, I am not okay. Yeah. I'm not okay. And she said that in her house, it was kind of like a modern style house. And so there were just big windows yeah. without a lot of coverings, like drapes and stuff. <laughs> so just very open and just, you know, at night when you turn those very lights on. Very when a stranger calls. Very much so. And so she was just panicked and could not sleep. So she forced her and her sister and her mom to yeah. go to Home Depot. <laughs> they bought DIY blind kits. And they <laughs> assembled blinds throughout the house. In it the took, night. It, it took them like three straight days oh of gosh. just DIY housework to cover up the windows so that she wouldn't be basically incapacitated. Yeah, if yeah. I were that mom, I'd be like, we're done. So mad. Yeah, you are not watching anything else like this. <laughs> well, okay, that mom might have been mad. This girl said, oh, Nellie. When she was growing up, her mom loved horror movies. Ugh. And she said she hated watching them alone, though. So she uh, would mom. get her and the little brother to watch with her. Mom, no, no. Right. No, she said no. she saw so many horror movies before she was ready to handle them. And most of the time, her little mind didn't process everything. Like we were talking about, it kind of doesn't. <sighs> mm -hmm. But she would have these small memories of each, like, Hellraiser. Flashbacks. Hellraiser, Pet Cemetery, Freddy Krueger, and Jason. Oh. You're kidding me. Mom, where are you at on that? Come on, please. Listen, if you, misery loves company. So she's it's, over it's there true. like, I can't do this alone. Mm -hmm. Give her a little 10-year-old daughter. She's like, maybe if they're scared, they'll sleep in my bed. Right. While I'm scared. So she like, said, uh, the movie that affected her the absolute most, though, was Child's Play. Oh, my gosh. The movie yes. that started, like, the whole Chucky series, you know? Yes. She said she must have watched it when she was, like, seven or eight. Okay. Yeah. But she said it stayed with her. All through these years in elementary, she would hide all of her toys in the closet, especially her Barbies, and would talk to them <laughs> saying how good they were and how much she loved them. Positive affirmations. Right. Then she would wedge something in the closet tight at the end of the day to make sure they would not escape. Well, that's just <laughs> smart right there. She's like, I love you guys. I love you guys. You're, You're the, the best. best. Chick, 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 chick. <laughs> Lock the key. Reinforce positive behavior. I like it. She was on the right, right. track. And but you guys, that is the most horrifying thing. She said thing. she would even bar her closet doors with chairs and furniture and then a hanging bell just oh, in like case. Ding -a -ling -a -ling. Yes. just in case Alert. anybody tries to get out. Alert. Yep. Oh my word. Well, I believe that though. Okay, but she guys, goes on. Oh, she said the behavior got worse when her brother got a Furby for Christmas one year. Uh-oh. Guys, those, I don't even know who created them. Satan. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my sister-in-law, she said when she was little, my husband's little brother, mm -hmm. um, they like took the batteries out. And it, like, still was working in the night. So this is basically child's play. Right. Her brother got a Furby for Christmas one year, and at the grocery counter, there were all these tabloids and headlines that were, like, family doll kills entire family, or <laughs> house burns down after the family bought this antique doll. You know, these, oh, you know, man. like, yeah. National mm -hmm. Enquirer crap. Mm -hmm. And she's, like, so then she was, like, super afraid of this Furby. As she grew up, the phobia subsided, but... She just didn't like dolls. Well, and that was like the hot ticket item for Christmas. And her mom's like, I paid 300 bucks for that flipping Furby. Yeah. And the daughter's like throwing it out the window. Right. That's a hot toy item of the year. Mm -hmm. And she said that now she's older, she's like kind of worked through it. But she said, <laughs> guess who married into a family whose mother-in-law has an antique doll collection? Her. Her. Oh, man. Yeah. So she's got over 50 of them in her front room just oh, no. staring at her. Oh, no. And she likes to hold them and take care of them oh, and oh. take care of their hair. And she said there's been a couple times she asked if she wants to hold or look at them. No, thanks. And she says she has to physically remove herself from the room that's because a, that's of the a PTSD. No, that's a no for me. Flooding thanks. back. And she says, I laugh about it, but man, that movie messed me up. By the way, regardless if you're afraid of dolls, don't ask me to hold your doll. It is very weird. Sorry, I'm validating you, girl. <laughs> As much as I'm sure your mother-in-law is a nice person. Sometimes when you are really into something, you're like, you, you, you assume value that other people, like you see so much value in something and you appreciate it enough to hold it and brush its hair that wouldn't someone else? Not realizing how it makes you look creepy AF. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh. Oh, well, you were talking about Barbie dolls. This is going to take us on a little different track. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so this guy said... This, he remembers watching the show Bushwhacked. Have you ever heard of that? Uh -uh. And it has um, Marv from Home Alone. Oh. Um, not Joe Pesci, the other one. He's like the main character. Okay. And he plays this 
I don't know, fugitive from the law, and he disguises himself as, like, a scout leader. Okay. And so it's supposed to be kind of like a funny a, a funny thing where he has to take this group of kids out into the forest, but he's, like, this criminal that doesn't know what he's doing. I kind of want to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> well, this guy was like, I remember that being funny, and it's, like, got kids in it and yeah. stuff like that. So he is recently married. His father-in-law is, like, huge into scouting. He, like, loves scouts okay. so much. There's his passion, like the dolls. Right. He lo- That's his passion. And so this guy, he's like, I'm going to give my father-in-law this movie. Because it's, like, about these scouts out in the wilderness, yeah. and it's funny and all this stuff. So they're like, thank you so much for this movie, mm-hmm. son-in-law. Let's all sit down and watch it, and we'll have some popcorn. I'll watch it together. Well... He did not realize how wildly inappropriate it was. Oh, no. And so, once again, I went to YouTube. Uh, and, I, and I just found a, a, couple of, a couple of choice clips because I had never even heard of this movie. Okay. And there's this one part where the, <laughs> the kids are like, I don't even know his name, Spider. Something like that. Like okay. some criminal name. Spider, it says in the manual that you're supposed to teach us about the birds and the bees. Oh, no. And so... He's like, well, I guess if it's in the manual. And so he's like, little girl. So it's like boys and girls in the scout okay. group. Little girl, let me see your Barbie doll. and that Ken. And oh my it gosh. goes on and he's like incredibly graphic, incredibly loud, making like sound effects <gasps> and like going on and on and on and on and on and on. And like he's sitting there scene. with his father-in-law. He's sitting there with his father-in-law and his mother-in-law and his new wife. At this like terrible, terrible movie. His mother-in-law stood up and walked out. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Like, let me give you a hint, buddy. Just stick with Troop Beverly Hills. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a scouting one, and it's very safe. <laughs> Actually, I think we've seen the watered-down version. Oh, is I, there I think, a more saucy version of Troop Beverly Hills? I think there's a little more saucy oh, how out funny. there. The and 80s allowed for a lot more things. It did. Well, yeah, and once again, you like see these kids in the movie, so you think it's a kid movie. It's not. Like, another clip that I saw of Bushwhacked <laughs> was just this kid that was like, hey, that, Spider, that's not in the manual. We're supposed to follow the manual exactly. And the guy goes... If the manual said to stick your wiener in a light socket, would you do it? Oh like, guys, that movie, I think the movie was just full of that kind of stuff. Right. And the parents were just so wildly offended. Yeah. They were, like, walking out of their own living room. Right. With, and, it's, and, of course, the son-in-law was like, I love this movie. Right. It's going to be great, oh, Dad. Hey, man. Dad. Yeah, father-in-law of, like, one year. Well, again, you don't remember those things when you're young because it went over your, your head. head. Well, one of the movies... Once, I, once again, I went to a dark place last night, right. Googling all these weird shows. And then you were like, oh my gosh, I need like a cleanse or something like that. <laughs> um, well, so again, one of the ones that's made for children, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I've never seen it. I haven't either, but don't you know the premise? No. A man who like kidnaps children, basically. Ew. Yeah, like, I don't know exactly what, because I don't remember or can't think of it, but yes, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang kidnaps children. Okay, I've never seen it and I don't want to now. And then... Okay, Last of the Mohicans. That's another one that everyone has seen that I haven't. Well, she said that it caused this girl said it caused her to have a dream that her dad killed their dog with an axe. Whoa. She said, why was I watching that show when I was seven? I don't know. She still can't watch it. <laughs> but again, I don't know. My mom, my mom was funny. Our mom was funny. She would let us watch like Lifetime original movies every Sunday, <laughs> which are very traumatizing. Right. But yeah. she but would li- not but life watch. Le- life like, lessons were learned. Right. Like, don't befriend that neighbor too well because she may steal your husband and kill you. <laughs> like that kind of stuff, you know? Yes. Um, but the like we weren't watching a lot of these types of ones. Like huh. I've never seen the Goonies. I've never seen Like you never seen Lab- um, Labyrinth. Labyrinth or- and mm-hmm. what is it what's the other one called? It starts with an M. Oh, Monty Python. Oh yeah. Never mm-hmm. seen Monty Python. <laughs> I feel like I missed out on some things. Do you know what the movie Cujo is? It's like a werewolf dog. Okay, because so, all the person said was Cujo, Cujo. Period. And I was like, I I don't know what that is. Is it scary? I, I remember seeing, like, a little clip of it on, like... You know how TBS would play, like, movies? Yeah. And I remember feeling like I needed to change the channel. Okay. Like, it was, like... So you're people, validated. People down, like, on a farm, and then you saw, like, looming in the trees, like, this rabid werewolf dog. Oh, gosh, yeah. And And you're like, shut the window, Jimmy! Right. Like, hurry! <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. Well, and you guys, The Sixth Sense wrecked me. It did wreck you. You guys, what on earth? And... I had to sleep in Allison's bed for like three nights. <laughs> I kept rounding the corner thinking that I was going yeah. to suddenly adopt the sixth sense yeah. and see a dead person there. Like, I know it's so irrational. Kind of like the jaws under the bed. Yeah. In any world, even if there was this giant killer shark, yeah. it wasn't going to be under my bed. Right. And I'm not going to all of a sudden adopt the sixth sense. Haley Joel Osmond was born with it. Right. You know? And well, it just, not him actually. You don't just get it. Right. <laughs> 
well, just character. So you know, in case the you ever character. run into him, you're not like, so can I talk to you about this <laughs> medium? <laughs> Come here real quick. Um, um, actually, side note, I saw this meme that was like comparing Haley Joelsman's face with the blanket's face from Brave Little Oh Chelsea. my gosh. We're coming full circle yeah, here. full circle, always. We're coming all together. Well, I remember my friend's dad in like fifth or sixth grade taking us to see the X-Files movie. In theaters, <laughs> I remember you were scared and you were describing the scary parts to me, and I was like closing my ears, like yeah, la 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 It's like once you see something scary, you like have to tell someone about it to get uh-huh. it off your chest because right. the other person's like, thank it's you. just trapped in sight, right? But they these worm things or bugs would like crawl up in them, and then they'd make the people's eyes turn black. Mm-hmm. And I remember being scared. And going into my mom's room, and I swore her eyes were black, <laughs> so I screamed. I was like, ah! And so, of course, she's in the dead of her sleep, and here I am screaming. So then she's like, ah! And I was like, oh, okay, you're alive. I thought you were um, expiled. Yeah. <laughs> What's that theme music? It's kind of like partway playing in my head. One time, my husband, he was like, I love X-Files, and he like wanted to re-watch the old ones. Yeah. So we started watching them on like Netflix or whatever, and I was just like... Uh, not loving life right yeah, now. Yeah, I was like, let's... Okay. I would hear that theme music. Uh-huh. And I kind of, I had a reaction to it after uh-huh. that movie. Let's see. That. <laughs> like, it just shouldn't shivers down my spine. Well, and then the... That and the Unsolved uh, Oh my gosh, theme. I was just going to say that. Let's pull that up. Oh my gosh. And that takes, I feel like I'm, it's summertime and it's like, I'm watching it. And you're going to bed break. a little bit, yeah, a little bit later yep. than usual. And all of a sudden... Stop. Turn it off! Mom, turn the channel, please. Yeah, Mom, please. She's like, you turn the channel. You're like, sorry, my um, hands are occupied keeping my eyes and my ears. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. Okay. <laughs> Sadist. Okay. This point, this girl said her big brothers rented the poltergeist one night when she, they were babysitting oh. the younger kids. Mm-hmm. And they let her stay up to watch it. And she said that it gave her nightmares for years. Uh-huh. She said home alone. Home the alone. furnace scene. She said she would not go in the basement alone for years. So it was like, hello, Kevin. <laughs> All she had to do was, was say, say, shut, shut up. <laughs> but then someone also sent in like inspiring ones mm-hmm. saying that like after watching one of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, her and her friends went outside and choreographed an entire sword fight scene to the theme song. And it was epic. She was in college. <laughs> She was in college, you guys. I mean... You're never too old to keep dreaming and keep imagining. <laughs> like, you know what? I can't imagine... That person was living her best life. I can't imagine, like, sitting in my apartment, like, seeing these girls choreographing a sword fight so outside. So what's, what's that? What are they doing out there with those coat hangers? And broomsticks. Yeah, like, what the heck? <laughs> Isn't that funny? A lot of times... Like you said, the older siblings, like they're watching something or they're like, or are our cousins or we um, sneak down and see. Right. And so my husband said that he came into his basement and his older brother and his friend were watching aliens. Mm. And I remember seeing a clip on that on TBS. And I remember being like, <laughs> ah. they were like, oh yeah, come watch it with us. Mm-hmm. Very much younger brother. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's that scene where like the alien like protrudes out of the chest. Like, Poof. yeah. You know what I'm talking oh. about? He was like, Isn't there a part on alien where... They go really down deep into the ocean. Honestly, I don't know. I haven't. I seen was it. at a sleepover with my friend, and there was a movie, and I swear it was something. And they go down in this special suit. I like get super <laughs> nervous talking suit. about it. <laughs> and they have like this light because it's in the the pitch dark uh-huh. of the ocean, uh-huh. and there is something living down there. And like, oh. I seriously remember almost calling my mom to go home at that <laughs> sleepover. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, I really love this story because. Like you were saying, the girl who was in college that was so inspired by pirates yeah. that she was like, we're, we're doing a choreographed mm-hmm. fight scene. Uh, <laughs> this was also someone in their older years. This guy had been married for maybe a year or two. And it was around Christmas time. Okay. Christmas Eve to be exact. And his wife said, oh, let's watch like a classic. Let's watch Muppets Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I've never seen it. And, classic uh, <laughs> and Muppets. I don't yeah. know about that. <laughs> And she's like, oh my gosh, it's, I love it. It's just one of those classic Christmas movies. You know, Michael Caine, the Muppets, where can you go wrong? Well, there's a scene where those like two elderly Muppets, do you know what I'm talking about? Those old guys? Yes. They are like the singing this song and they're like in chains and okay. they're like singing about Marley and how they're going to like drag him down or something. Okay. And anyway, that Sounds was that. Fun. They watched, they watched the movie and uh-huh. went to bed. It's Christmas Eve, you know? Her husband wakes up in the night, sweating and screaming. Okay. And he said he had the most terrifying nightmare of his entire life. And those two old Muppets came and chained him up and started dragging him away. 
She said, he has banned that movie. Yeah. He said, you are not allowed to watch it while I'm home. Yes, much like, like Pinocchio. If you, if you want to watch it, do so on your own time. <laughs> Um, she's like, so I, if I ever want to like show my kids like yeah. Christmas, you know, Muppet Christmas Carol, yeah. he, I, he has to be at work, which now I would doubt if I should do that. Because right. I'd, I'd be, be like, like, well, if that happened to him, <laughs> but I guess oh, she has mind. watched, she has watched Muppet Christmas Carol with her kids and they've been fine. Okay. But he like, cannot even talk about it. He can't watch it. Yeah. Those two old Muppets wrecked him. <laughs> That's too funny. <laughs> Oh, I love how like some of these just end up being like that shouldn't have been scary at all. And right. he probably wasn't even scared when in the moment, it. but somehow his mind weaved this web of creepiness <laughs> while he was asleep. Oh my oh goodness. My gosh. I thought that one was so funny. Maybe he was on Ambien. <laughs> probably. <laughs> oh dear. Oh my gosh. Well, this has been kind of fun chatting about it. It's a little all over the place. Okay? It's fine. We're just talking movies, any and all movies. We hope this helped you process your traumas uh-huh. or feel validated in your feelings. Right. You know what? Like... Maybe we were in tears at one point in our lives. I'm convinced that trauma ends up making the best stories and the best people. It's true. Because someday... You'll laugh about this. We've been there. Yeah. We've been there. We've cried. We've freaked out. We've ne- we'll never make you watch something you don't want to watch. Uh-huh. But guess what? We've all turned into some relatively well-adjusted adults. Mm-hmm. And so, let's go on to create some movies that don't give children nightmares. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you're employed by Disney or DreamWorks or whoever, like just put some extra thought into that. Yeah. For... If it would scare you <laughs> as an adult, it's going to scare a kid. Right. Thanks so much, you guys. As always, we love gabbing along with you. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at gabfest underscore gals for all of our happenings. We're trying to get more followers so that we can keep growing. So keep sharing us and maybe you can be the follower of the week. Yep. And subscribe to the podcast. That helps a lot too. And we love hearing your ratings and your reviews. It helps us so much and it helps us feel like... Um, validated? Val- yeah. <laughs> helps <laughs> us feel, feel good like, about ourselves. Well, it helps us feel like, okay, let's, the time keep, we're let, taking, let's keep going. <laughs> yes. The time we're taking is worth it. And... Yeah. Because we're just having so much fun with all of you guys. So thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Okay. I don't have too many guilty pleasures in my life, but fizz? Yeah. It's definitely my main one. Believe me when I say I've tried them all, and Fizz has my heart. They have the best soda and flavor combinations, not to mention their divine cookies, macaroons, or if you're like me and prefer more savory snacks like soft pretzels and popcorn. Even if soda isn't your thing, Fizz has you covered with the yummiest flavored water menu that honestly has been my saving grace to get me drinking more water. We all know fall is just around the corner, and did I mention they also have delicious hot chocolate and steamer flavors? They really do have something delicious for whatever you are craving. The story of the week and the follower of the week will receive $25 to Fizz. Go give them a follow at F-I-I-Z underscore drinks to see secret flavor combos and new releases. Support us by supporting them. Thanks to Fizz for partnering with GabFest.